Chotaro! GG, what do you want? I'll have you know, back in my day, we didn't have- we actually had to work for our abilities! I had Hamon! I didn't have a stand granted to me whenever I needed it! I'll have you know that I had to train, I had to climb up a hell spire! Full of oil! I couldn't use anything but my hands, my bare hands, Jotaro! This new stand thing! I don't understand it! You're so entitled! You just get it one day and now you can beat it! Yare, yare, that's it. Hey everybody, <laughs> uh, welcome yeah. back to No Dignity, and um, I'm your co-host Alejandro. And it's me, Chris Ng. Yes, and today we actually, uh, we're going to be talking about a uh, viewer request uh, sent in by a Perry A. Uh, first of all, thank you for sending in that audio request. Uh, I like fan, I like fanned out. Because I was just like, oh my god, they're talking to me. You can't fan out about having a fan. That's that's too many fan levels. It's it's, a, it's recursively fan to me. It's it's like it's reflexive in how it works. Yeah, it's it's a feedback loop of fandom that's not gonna work. <laughs> I just felt happy. Just let me feel like that. Oh god. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear that question right here. <laughs> Hello there. Hi, Chris. Hi, Alejandro. Uh, my name is Perry. I just want to say I love the No Dignity podcast. It's uh, one of the more interesting and uh, fun to listen to ones. Uh, Jojo Bizarre Adventure podcast that I've I've heard recently. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say keep up the good work. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, as far as a topic for a question, just I'm a big fan of the first two parts of Jojo. I really got into the whole Hamon aspect and the hormone breathing and just all the different things that Jonathan and Joseph could do. And I've always wondered like how, I wonder if they could stand their own against other main JoJo's uh, when they start using stands. But uh, I feel like somehow they could use it to, you know, put up a good fight, but I just want to see what are your guys thoughts on it. You know? So yeah, let me know. Thanks a lot. Okay. So, uh, Hamon versus stands. A question as old as part three itself, I am sure. <laughs> uh, how do we how do we approach this? Okay, I think well, firstly should... his question was like the JoJo's, right? Yeah. So I think we got to limit the two our main JoJo stands: Star Platinum, Crazy Diamond, Gold Experience, um, Stone Free. Um, don't forget Tusk and uh, Soft and Wet. Yeah, but the Hamon doesn't exist in their universe, so... I mean, shouldn't we cover our bases? All right, all right. Thank you. I just want to talk about soft and wet. I know you do. (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's start with Jonathan uh, v. Jotaro, which is the um, (laughs) obvious mirror match. (laughs) So you've got Hamon in Jonathan's form is... um, a little less versatile in some ways, and a little bit more versatile in, in other ways. Uh, Jonathan's Hamon is a lot more long range, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe more medium range, I guess. Uh, between the the water overdrive and the punch through the wall overdrive and the zoom punch, like he's got some mid range ability that Joseph does not have. Yes. Um, and I mean, other than that, it's kind of hard to tell how much strength Hamon granted Jonathan, given that he is so beefy already. <laughs> I, I mean, so, I'm not really sure added to the beef. It just, it just glossed the beef. It was like a fine yeah, glaze really on a Christmas just, ham. It allowed him to hit and cause damage. Yes. Stuff he was but already pretty really good at. not anything else. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, early part one, jo- uh, Jonathan does not get enough credit for his just outright strength. I mean, that's some, some mad stuff. Okay, yeah. so... Um, we've got the overdrives. We've got a sword. Yes. Okay. So we uh, are using the sword this time. I think so. He's going to need everything he, he can it. get. Right. <laughs> okay. Wait. So then the, the second. But where's Speedwagon encouraging him from the sideline? Okay. So we will grant Jonathan a couple of extra boons. We will give him the sword of luck and pluck. We will yes. also give him one encouraging Speedwagon. Yes. And we will give him uh, Will Zeppeli's extra ham on. <laughs> For any difference that makes. I think it's a pretty significant difference. It seems to, like, level him up. A bit. A bit. Um, Bust through his shirt. Yeah. Now, the the first most important question to make any of this make sense is, uh, can a ham on user feel where a stand is? Uh, quick answer, no. Okay, that's it, everybody. Jodoro won. Uh, we'll see you next episode. um i think that one's hard i think that with um uh, how he sensed jack the ripper in part one he maybe used something like that Mm. right like maybe he can feel the energy uh that a stand gives off maybe it's hard because i it's like hamon energy is not the energy of life it's specifically like well i guess it is i don't know it's so inconsistent (laughs) They're both different types of life energy. Yeah, but it like becomes less life energy-ish in part two. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Let's just say for the sake of this discussion that somehow the Hamon users can know where the stands are. Otherwise, like Alex said, this is a very short fight. It's um, extremely there's no contest because you can't see the stand. <laughs> you can see Jodoro standing there menacingly. Right. And I mean, even with a what two meter maximum range, that's still that's still a big advantage in a hand to hand fight. Yeah, especially if you can't see what's going on. So don't forget Starfinger. Oh, that's true. Um, okay, so Joe Totoro, um, pre or post time stop? Uh, I want to say pre time stop. Okay, let's just give Jonathan that one. <laughs> let's give him a few scraps here and there. Come on. All right, so. Um, how does this play out for you? Okay. So the way I see it is it has like a soul caliber esque opening, uh, where Jonathan walks into the stage and he says a true gentleman would treat his mother with respect. And then, um, the camera cuts to Jotaro and he says, yare, yare. And then, you know, uh, go. And then from that point, um, Jonathan runs at him with the sword. Um, Jotaro punches it out of the way and he says, oh, what is that thing? And then they get caught into a flurry of punches. I I imagine that 
uh, Jonathan maybe not as fast as Star Platinum, but he can still kind of hold his own blow to blow with Star Platinum. Maybe even like get a hit in. Hmm. But Jonathan hmm. is definitely not doing good by this point. Um, so what he does is that he summons as much Hamon as he can. Um, and he tries to go for a uh, Sunlight Yellow Overdrive. Now Star Platinum can just go ahead and Star Finger right through that. And <laughs> um, unless Jonathan's going to be doing his whole, um, oh, let me go stretch my hands around your head, boy, type deal. <laughs> um, but I ultimately do not see Jonathan getting out of this uh, in any <laughs> in any positive way, mm. other than maybe talking Jotaro down into not pummeling him. Right. But uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to think about all the things that Hamon has done. Um, we know we've seen it build shields. Um, we've seen it um, have polarity stick objects together. Um, swirl in a circle. Oh, uh, that's the spin. Try again. No, the wine thing. That's a, <laughs> a spin in a circle. Um, Pre-spin. Uh, spin. I don't. What else have we seen it do? Uh, we've seen it shoot bottles out. Uh, bo- we see it shoot bottle caps. Uh, oh right. We yeah. We've seen it shoot bottle caps. We've seen it uh, contort the body. Uh, we've seen it kind of <laughs> read the future. <laughs> Um, right. Let's see. He can imbue it within objects. Um. Okay, I guess here's here's where my brain is going right now. Um, yeah, like squared up, blow to blow, I don't think Jonathan is as strong as Star Platinum. But I think he's surprisingly sturdy. Yes. He is a powerhouse. Um, I, I don't think you could do one aura barrage and then call it a day. I think he'd be knocked out. Jotaro would turn around. Jonathan would get back up. And Jotaro would be like, wait, what? <laughs> I was going to take one of these things. So I think the question here is really who's going to figure out how to outsmart the other, which I mean is the core backbone of every single JoJo battle anyway, right? Yeah. Um, Jonathan, clever, not necessarily sneaky. No, um, he's, he's much too large. Jotaro, more cutthroat, not quite as like trickstery as Joseph, but definitely has no compunction about cheating or uh, <laughs> doing whatever it takes to win. Yeah. So I think the question here is, there's one aspect of Hamon that got talked about in part one that never really got used again. And that is the, the control of the ripple, right? Mm-hmm. So you punch ham on frog, frog. Okay. Rock. Not okay. Yes. Um, you, you want to hit Jack the Ripper, you punch wall, wall. Okay. Jack the Ripper. Not okay. Yes. And that I thought was really cool. And they never really went anywhere with that particular skill, but maybe, you know, given that Hamon can do a bunch of stuff, that it probably shouldn't be able to. What if Jonathan was able to figure out how to ham on punch a stand in a way that it rippled through the stand and hit the user instead? Yeah, I think we were kind of working off the idea that he'd be able to even touch the stand because technically he shouldn't be able to. Um, But I think working with that logic, then yeah, yeah, I think he can definitely try to find a way to um, ripple punch Jotaro through Star Platinum. Right. More so than just like, oh, when the stand takes damage, the user takes damage. 
I'm talking like on a deep level, like you know, <laughs> Jodo feels Jonathan, remorse for his actions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's that possibility um i don't know if it does that when you're not undead but possible um but even just like targeting like a bone or something Mm -hmm. like punching a guy like punching a stand and nothing gets damaged except like his hip bone Mm -hmm. and he's just like how the heck are you doing that i think that might be one interesting possible way hamon can can get an edge on a stand user. Yeah. Um, I my only thing with that is that Jotaro, he's he's pretty sturdy himself too. Like let's not forget that. Um throughout multiple parts of uh part 3, it seems as if he, as if he's broken bones and received major lacerations. Um right. Right, right, right. But that's why I mean like if you're ham on like you're punching it like ham on frog, right? It's like I'm punching stand or I'm punching the meat of your body, and it, that part's not getting damaged. It's just the one part I want to get damaged. Like, what if he just, like, severed his spine? <laughs> well, then, I'm sorry, but this isn't part seven. Um, I'm just saying, well, he could Johnny Joestar him right there, just, like, with one ham on punch. I mean, theoretically. Theoretically, sure, but I just don't see Jonathan attempting to do something like that. Yeah, unless he was going to heal it. Yeah, but I don't think we've seen Hamon heal to that extent. What well, healed his whole arm? He could pick up that rock. <laughs> he could indeed pick up that rock. But that's <laughs> but his arm was already on the road to recovery. And plus, I don't know. That was like 1890s medicine. Like who knows what that was going to turn into. That's how you get stories of cripples and gangrene and stuff like that. Look, the leeches were doing their thing. I'm not one to question the leeches, okay? <laughs> uh, history buffs uh, in the comments, please correct me um, that they weren't actually using leeches at that time. They were using something else that was slightly more advanced, but still uh, highly dangerous. Um, Drink some of this mercury. <laughs> the all-healing drug, fine. mercury. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm, I... Yeah, I don't know. I really can't see a way out of this where Jonathan bests Star Platinum. Yeah, maybe not Jonathan. I don't think so. I think Jotaro is wily enough that he's not going to outsmart him unless he does a crazy ham on a spinebreaker punch. <laughs> now, part two, Joseph. This is a different question. <laughs> Yes, very. Uh, Joseph's natural ability with Hamon is off the charts. He lacks in, what he lacks in power, he makes up for in creativity and cunning. Yes, and also crop tops. Yeah, that that too. So a Jotaro Joseph matchup. I'm sure I don't know why I'm yawning. Um, I don't know. I think Joseph. Mm. See, the tricky part about this, and, and really the, the biggest problem with why Hamon can't really go against a stand, is that Hamon is really for the undead. Yeah. Yeah, Hamon was and made to like when, combat the undead. Yeah, and if none of these people are undead, it's not quite as the one-hit kill that you'd want it to. Although we did see Kara's Hamon melt part of Joseph's leg. Yeah. Which shouldn't have been able to be possible. 
because Joseph is not undead. I mean, but think about that. Let's say Joseph has the ability to basically just, like, melt some limbs if he felt like it. I think he'd be surprisingly effective with his cracker volley. Yeah. Uh, but then the second time he tries it, Jotaro would definitely crack uh, crack those crackers. Oh, clacker. Is it cracker or clacker volley? It's clacker volley, isn't it? Clacker. Clacker. Yeah, clacker. I better be careful. <laughs> Swinging his big steel balls around. Swinging his big steel balls. Jotaro's <laughs> making if... a... <laughs> Wait, I got it now. Joseph uses his big steel balls and he runs away. It's the original steel ball run. <laughs> I cracked the code. Oh, wow. You did it. I... Jojo is solved. <laughs> when Araki stops the series, that's right. I'm continuing it. Uh, prepare for Jojo part 15. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Now that you solved it, Araki is, will now force himself to stop. He said, ah, oh, somebody figured it out. <laughs> he said somebody found it. That's it. See you, everybody. And then he faded out of existence. It teaches us that the value wasn't his art. It was the artists that we uh, praised along the way. I don't know how to construe this into something like that. The point is, the point still stands. Uh, His clacker volley can be surprisingly good, um, but it wouldn't work more than once. Does it have to work more than once? Okay, so so why? Well, so let's say he does the clacker boomerang trick, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Acting like an idiot, throws it, Jotaro slightly moves his head to the side, and he's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and then it, like, wallops him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not undead, so the ham on part does not do anything, but getting hit in the head with a steel ball might. <laughs> yeah, maybe getting hit in the head with a steel ball might uh, do something. I don't know. I mean, because it's not like Star Platinum doesn't afford him like omniscience or invulnerability. It's if you know he's standing there going, focus on this idiot. All of a sudden, you're hitting the back of the head with a steel ball. That might just be enough opening for Joseph to get in there and yeah, but rebuff overdrive. But when have we ever seen um, Jotaro snuck up on or like you know caught off guard? Caught off guard. Yeah. Dio? Yeah, but Dio could stop time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he he literally, his ability is to catch people off guard. <laughs> mm. So I think that, like, yeah, it's either Joseph's got to be really good uh, with them tricks, or else he's not making it. <laughs> he's not making it past Star Platinum and a, uh, a flurry of aura. Yeah, it's just too tricky. I think Hamon, as much as I love it, it just... I mean, it's like Star Platinum in particular. It's like having your own personal Superman. Yeah. He's super strong. has enhanced senses. You can't kill him. I mean, unless That's you're a Superman. priest. It's your personal Superman buddy. Well, I don't, uh, well. The yeah. only thing that can kill a Jojo is religion and stingy eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Um, Okay, so uh, so Star Platinum can't be beaten, but you know what? Everyone already knows Star Platinum's way overpowered. I mean, we didn't even give him his time stop ability, which automatically means like there's nothing anybody can do. Yeah. But what about the others? Okay. Okay, so Jonathan v Crazy Diamond and Josuke.
easy. They don't fight. Well, yeah, that's that's true. They hug it out. Yeah. But um, I mean, the way I see it is that um, Jonathan and Josuke would have surprisingly similar techniques because they can both they can both make shields out of the ground. Um, they both can true. they can both like make things like stick to each other, right? Yeah. Or like you know, I guess return to a certain form. Um, yeah, I guess the only difference is that. <laughs> and let's not forget, Crazy Diamond is stronger than Star Platinum. Maybe not faster, but it's stronger. Yeah, that's tricky. I've been trying to figure out whether that's true or not. I like that idea um, that it is actually physically stronger than Star Platinum. Um, I-, I think what would be interesting would be to see the battle progress and watching Josuke cancel a lot of stuff out. <laughs> So, like, oh, I'll make a hang glider out of leaves, and then Josuke puts all the leaves back on the tree. <laughs> and he's just like, nope. Uh, you know, Jonathan bends his arm, and he just, like, hits it, and his arm goes back to where it was. <laughs> and it's just like... Ora! Dora! And then it's just right where it is. But at the same time, he's not... Jonathan's not getting hurt, because every time he does that, he's, he's getting healed. healed, so... Um, but what if, what if Josuke gets a hit on Jonathan and it just takes away his ham on, mm. reverse this into a prior state of being? Because mm. <laughs> then he's just a buff boy with a sword. If Josuke had hit Dio's body, <laughs> would Jonathan's head have grown back? Yeah, would 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 Dio's head have flown off and then like his other hand just come back? <laughs> <laughs> but like it'd still be oh, dead no. right yeah but it's in one piece and you beat Dio <laughs> surprisingly easily yeah see you guys don't think about that huh Jotaro <laughs> that was um, 10 years after he already killed Dio <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> what did you think about that one huh Jotaro <laughs> um yeah what is Josuke I think that uh, I think that it would it would actually be a tie between Jonathan and Josuke, just because both of them wouldn't want to inflict that much damage on the other one. Yeah, that could be. I also think what's interesting is um, because I've been rewatching uh, part four and something I missed the first time because I was too enthralled with the fight is the that moment when Kira declares that Josuke is more dangerous than Jotaro to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because not because he's more powerful, because the time stop ability is frightening, but because Josuke's never going to give up. Uh, it's this tenacity and willpower that Josuke has that is really what makes Kira afraid. Because it won't matter how many faces he has, how many lives he steals, how far he runs, Josuke's not going to let him go. Yeah. And I think that tenacity of will is something that he and Jonathan share. You think so? Yeah, I mean, Jonathan just, like, let his arms get cut up by a bowler blade. <laughs> by a bowler cap, and that's before he got <laughs> before he got powers. Yeah, before he had powers, and so it's like, this is, could possibly ruin my life and my future career, but I'm going to do this because my family is in danger and I must complete my mission like nothing was going to stop him and so i think they both have that tenacity will um 
So in one version, it could be, yeah, they hug it out because they're too similar. Or the other version is they just keep pounding on each other until they're both too tired to go on anymore. <laughs> you know, they're both just lying on the ground like, oh, that was a good fight. <laughs> I, can't, I think can't go on anymore. I think though. Josuke would tie her out first. Maybe, yeah. Especially yeah. If, if if Jonathan can punch Crazy Diamond. Yeah, uh, Jonathan's an athlete. Let's not forget that. That's true. Josuke is just some kid. Yeah. Also, it helps uh, Jonathan's case when he looks like he's eight foot four to everyone else around him. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that original the panel from uh, Phantom from Phantom Blood where his foot is bigger than Speedwagon's head? Yeah, it's amazing. Giant of a man. He's a giant of a man. Okay, so uh, Joseph versus Josuke. Uh the father son matchup of the century. Yeah. Uh, easy. Josuke calls uh, Joseph's hair stupid. <laughs> it's like it's like almost a pompadour. It's just not neat at the end. That's true. Yeah. So he calls his hair stupid, and then Joseph says something back, and then Joseph loses, and that's how I see this going. <laughs> hmm. I think it's interesting because I think Josuke exhibits a lot of um, Joseph-like tendencies in his trickery and battle style um he's not quite grown into them all the way like he's sneaky but not your next line is sneaky yeah and i think that was a lot a lot of it's on purpose for writing that story i mean i think araki really leaned into the idea that he's a 16 year old and wrote him more like a 16 year old than 35 year old 17 year old jotaro (laughs) (laughs) um but I think you can kind of see where he's going to grow up in that sense of it. Yeah. That being said, Joseph was 19 and I think he had a better repertoire of sneakery. Yes. No, Joseph is unmatched in his sneakery. Although, you know, he's going to throw a clacker volley and Josuke is going to hit it and it's going to go back. And then <laughs> it's just like back and forth and back and forth. What if he just turns into the raw materials used to make the clacker volley? Just a hunk of metal on the ground. <laughs> yeah, sisters do a hunk of metal. Or even if he tries to do the rope trick, it just turns into like fibers. Oh yeah, that's true. Um <laughs> so I think the best the best he's got in that case is maybe like I guess the um uh the soda bottles, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I think I think interestingly where Joseph might might be able to take Jotaro. I don't think he can take on Josuke. No, his he's way too item reliant. Yeah. You know, I don't think um, pulling out a Tommy and, gun would help either. No, it, it, I, I really wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Jos- he's just going to make a shield or something. Yeah, he's going to make a shield or he's going to make the bullets go back. thanks for reloading me friend and just back and forth over and over again and that's how and that just goes on for uh the history of forever it's sad those joestar boys never stopped fighting i think that's really interesting i think like jonathan can't beat jotaro but could beat josuke joseph can beat jotaro but couldn't beat josuke (laughs) that's a weird flip-flop yeah, it is. It is. Now, speaking of fathers beating their sons, Giorno Giovanna.
Jonathan versus Giorno. I don't think we're going to let anyone have Requiem because that would just be ridiculous. Um, but at least it'd go faster. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, hmm. So we can guarantee think... that that Requiem uh, <laughs> Gold Experience would beat both Jonathan and Joseph, no question. I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just confirming. Um, does he turn the sword into like a snake or something? That seems like the move, right? Yeah, it turns the sword into a snake. Um, you know, it fills him up with life energy. Uh, the deal. I'm trying to think to myself. Mm. Oh, wait. So, Giorno makes a tree to escape from uh, Jonathan's attack, and then Jonathan just grows flowers on it. <laughs> and Giorno grows flowers on it, and he says, Dad? And then Jonathan says, I'm here. I'm finally here, son. And he opens up his arms. And then we get well, the... Stop making this... Stop making this wholesome. And then we get the ending that we always wanted. The question was not how wholesome can we make this? The question was who wins in the fight? <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think Giorno would... Uh, I think Giorno's got it. I'm actually not sure. And here's why. I don't think Gold Experience punches that hard. No? Well, he never killed anybody by just punching him. I mean, sure he didn't. Chocolata was killed by the uh, trash compactor. Um, but at the same time, he doesn't need to hit hard with it, particularly when you're stunned from the first hit. Oh, that's true. Forgot about that. Yeah. Would he be affected by that? Do you think he can, like, use Hamon to, like, reverse that energy? I think it might transform into Hamon. Oh, so he's just powering him up. Maybe. <laughs> so Bucciarati was right about that. Right, it's like he he becomes what Bucciarati thought was happening. But, you know, Jonathan actually knows how to harness that energy and utilize it rather than Bucciarati, who did not. Mm-hmm. So you think beyond that point, um, Jonathan can just punch him just <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah, I think so. I think if that theory held out, Gold Experience does his, you know, muda, 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 and then... He goes, oh, cool, and then punches Jorno really hard one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And, I mean, Jorno is the smallest of the Joe Stars. Uh, yeah, he is the smallest of the Joe Stars, and um, <laughs> he's probably the most frail. <laughs> he is also fifteen, so he is the youngest. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think, like, I think Jolene is probably physically stronger than Jorno. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so too, but she doesn't have the abs. Oh, well, that's true, but core strength's not going to help against Jonathan. <laughs> uh, nothing helps against Jonathan unless you have laser eyes. Yeah. Still so, I mean, I, look, uh, Jorno could get the jump on him and, you know, poison him with a scorpion or something like that, and yeah, sure, that'll be the end of it. Turn his pants into a whale or something. And, <laughs> I think you need a little more mass you know, for that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> like you just punch a guy... Um, and it's like you turn your pants into like a small shark. <laughs> That's the easy way to win. Now you're you're just being eaten from your own pants. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah. So this is someone that Jonathan actually has a has a chance against. Yeah, a fairly good chance, depending on I think who struck first. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joseph, I don't know. This one's interesting. They're both pretty tricky. They are. Hmm. I feel like Joseph would would just try to annoy Giorno like a whole bunch. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like being really annoying, I'm trying to look for an opening. I imagine the clacker volley is surprisingly uh, effective. <laughs> no, because then like gold experience turns it into like a hummingbird or something, and then <laughs> it flies up and then turns back into a ball and it, like hits Joseph in the head or something like that. I keep forgetting he can just turn anything into anything. Um, as long as it's living, Not anything and anything. Yeah, I know. Non-living things and living things. I know, which is even worse. I think because <laughs> now you can control like the trajectory, the positioning of. I mean, can you imagine just like turning a bomb into a squirrel and then like having a squirrel walk over and then turning it back into a bomb? <laughs> oh no! It's yeah. It's like you know, Joseph tries to pull the hand grenade trick. Hmm. You know, and then like Joseph covers his ears, waiting for the boom. There's no boom, but then for for some reason, he's like, "What are all these flies doing around me?" And then <laughs> turn back into grenades. Um, <laughs> I imagine he pulls out the Tommy gun, uh, <laughs> and then uh, as per Part Five universe, um, <laughs> the first bullet hits himself without any intervention from Jorno. <laughs> no, uh, so. Uh, uh, Joseph pulls out the Tommy gun, starts shooting. The first six shots hit Mista. Um, Just no questions asked. (laughs) He's not even near the battlefield. They just zoom over in that direction. So Um, the the pistols are there? Yeah. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Oh, wait. Can he also just replicate the pistols? Can Jorno just do that? Oh, that would be creepy. Uh, I mean, he did replicate Mr. President, but that was a... uh, (laughs) <laughs> that was a simple stand. Uh, now I've got this horrifying vision of like of like Jorno carrying around like scrapes of skin from every stand user he knows, <laughs> like picking it up and making like sock pistols. <laughs> this like weird deformed Mista. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. guys, or sex pistols, and then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mister <laughs> Number three <laughs> Number eight Number fifteen Number twenty two <laughs> No, no, then out of no, no. do it. Then out of nowhere. Number four. <laughs> um yeah, that is terrifying. <laughs> I do think he does stand a better chance against Joseph than he does Jonathan. Yeah, I think you were right when you you call it for Josuke. It's just that Joseph is too item-based. And when you have an ability that can muck around with your items, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So does this mean we're just jumping onto Jolene? Yeah. Now look, I like Jolene, but let's be honest, weakest JoJo. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the power is cool. I think that power is better as a secondary protagonist. <laughs> it's kind of harsh. Well, it's true, though. Like, all of the other powers, I think, in part six are way cooler than Stone Free. <laughs> Kiss, that's a cool power. Weather report, it's the weather. Okay, maybe burning down the house, not as cool. Um, Diver Down, also not as cool. I like Diver Down. 
I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear that. I'm not gonna Oh I I like Diver Down. No, I you understand, I purposefully didn't hear that. I like Diver Down. Okay. I don't like Anasweet, but I do like <laughs> Diver Down. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna have to learn to live with that. Um uh, yeah, so I think like the her stand just kinda got her stand kinda got shafted. Um I still would have preferred a part six where Jolene used Star Platinum. <laughs> but whatever. That's not what happened. Uh, I mean, so, Jonathan. I'm not going to hit a lady. Walks away. Yeah, probably right. And then Jolene, like, chokes him out. Yeah, and Jolene just chokes him out, uh, prison style. <laughs> uh, steals his... Um, he wouldn't have a wallet. <laughs> I think it would be tricky, actually, to fight Jolene as Jonathan, since he's so physical-based, because she can just morph her body into string and then tie you up with her own body yeah even like luck and pluck is not gonna do a whole lot in this situation no I think that if you were to try to like do like a big punch in one area she could just like make a hole around it right I think fire is a problem but <laughs> he still has to punch so yeah I, at this point I don't think his uh I don't think Jonathan's long range helps him no, Jonathan is not a good matchup for Jolene. Joseph might be. Yeah, Joseph's a bit of a better match. I never got Jolene as someone who is too like tricky or like like on top of like the uh the enemy's like, you know, tactics and all that. So I think right. Joseph would definitely give her a <laughs> a few difficulties. Yeah, I think Jolene makes the most mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is fair given that she had like no support system and was trying to learn a lot of things all at once. While in prison. Yeah. I mean, like Jodoro <clears throat> learned a lot of things all at once, but Joseph was there. So he had like a mentor. Yeah. And then Josuke had to stand forever. <laughs> and Jorno's um, was just overpowered. <laughs> yeah. But even, but even Jorno had people to help him out. I mean, his adventure is with the team basically the whole time. Yeah. And even at the beginning, Koichi is there. <laughs> Koichi's there to tell him what a stand is. Yeah. And everyone else just calls um, it a stand. Just uh, just so happens. <laughs> so I think with, with Jolene, she makes the most mistakes. She also had the least amount of support. It took her a while. Um, but yeah, I think Joseph can trip her up somehow if if nothing else just by being really creepy yeah 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 i get that i get that very well okay so right, well i still haven't made good progress on part seven so you're gonna have to take the lead on this one buddy Woohoo! all right so jonathan versus johnny uh tell me how far are you through part seven uh scary monsters and super creeps <laughs> That's the name of the song, buddy. Um, <laughs> so you're at the part where Diego's eating rocks. That's great. Um, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so Tusk isn't very much developed at that point. Um, but Jonathan versus Tusk Act 1? Yeah, I think he can beat it. Versus Tusk Act 2? Yeah, I think he can beat it. Versus Tusk Act 3 and 4? Uh, no. <laughs> Tusk Act 4 especially. Um, well, right. It's like top tier like gold experience requiem level 
yeah power right yeah it is like gold experience requiem level of like uh no <laughs> yeah it is that level of no i th- <laughs> i surprisingly think that uh joseph can beat um uh i think he can beat johnny when it comes to like the first three acts of tusk and mm-hmm. i'm having difficulty with the fourth one because it all just depends on whether johnny can actually hit him now correct me if i am wrong but for act four to work he has to be on his horse right um kind of it starts while he's on his horse but then later on you see that he uses it without it without the horse because mm. i really feel like joseph's just gonna go for the horse <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no he's gonna he's gonna go for the horse definitely um uh, i mean that was his whole thing with wamu just go for the horse right but that was morally ambiguous because it was a zombie vampire horse yeah, but he's still going to go for this horse, and he, then he's going to make sure he can't walk, and then he's going to make some poorly... <laughs> make sure who can't walk, Johnny jokes. or the horse, because Johnny already can't walk. Both, all of them. He's just going to be like, the only one walking out of here is me, and I mean that literally. And then Johnny just cries again. He's like, you're already going to be walking. Yeah, and he start, you know, tries to shoot him with a gun, and then... <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean the Tommy gun by itself is already going to overpower poor Johnny because he can't got dodge. Six bullets. <laughs> he can't dodge. Well, Johnny has like mm, twenty bullets total. Okay, yeah, true, but still, like, yeah, no, he'd be overpowered by the Tommy gun. Um, now I know you haven't reached Joe Jolian, so I guess I'll yeah. also take the lead on uh, the Hamon Boys versus uh, Part Eight. Um. Um, uh, Josuke, or should I call him Josefumi? Hat Josuke. Gappy. Hat Josuke. <laughs> still love how in the video game they just called him Hat Josuke. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's one way to differentiate. Yeah, okay, I'll be calling him Gappy, because I like when people call him Gappy. So, Jonathan versus Gappy. Um, now, Gappy may be a sweet boy, he may be a nice sweet boy, but he's also uh, relentless, and uh, it seems almost that like he has murderous intent with every battle he enters. Uh, he has no remorse for killing. Uh, it's probably the Kira half of him. And he also uh, has expressed being able to be violently aggressive um, to his enemies, like, even after they've given up. Hmm. I have seen Soft and Wet with the shovel. Yeah, Soft and Wet with the shovel is terrifying. <laughs> he did what Leaky Eye Luca was supposed to do, uh, but he did it a hundred times better because he actually won. Um, which is scarier, Soft and Wet with a shovel or White Snake with a gun? <laughs> uh, soft and Wet with a shovel. Oh wow! Because okay. at least, because okay. uh, at least White Snake can run up bullets. That's true. <laughs> soft and Wet will not. Also, it just looks more painful. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> white snake with a gun <laughs> but soft and wet's powers are peculiar yeah they are he can um, steal I abilities no how like what is he gonna take from jonathan maybe he can take rank Hamon. he he can take his strength i mean base that's probably what he's gonna take right because like stealing his ham on isn't really even gonna be that useful because most of the battles jonathan has won have won it just been because he's strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you see a beefy guy like that, the first thing you're going to do is take his strength, right? Yeah. 
take his strength, take his sight, uh, take his like take one of his senses um, or like, you know, one of his attributes, I guess. I guess he can take away his buffness. Um, yeah, I just I don't see Jonathan even like standing a chance against Gappy. Yeah. What about Joseph? Uh, Joseph also does not do well against Gappy. Um, maybe it's just because I got that gap bias. Um, uh, <laughs> Gappy is my favorite Jojo. Yeah. But, uh, I just can't see it. I, I can't see Joseph, uh, walking out of that. Um, you know, even with the Tommy gun, even with the grenades, we've seen Josuke, um, survive as of right now, uh, comparable and or worse. Um, yeah, I mean, he there was that eighty nine year old man, so yeah, it's pretty rough. He had to fight. He has, he's fighting an eighty nine year old man. He's eighty nine years old. How does he walk so fast? I can't believe this guy is eighty nine. I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but this guy is seriously eighty nine years old. <laughs> we don't give Araki enough credit for being a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> Like we talk about his weird ideas and his art style and his poses, but man, some of his copy pasta <laughs> you can't just come with up with that like on the fly. That's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, I got a I got a friend or two that don't know anything about JoJo, but they do know the whole oh you're approaching me type deal. <laughs> imagine there's napkins on a table. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine there are napkins on a table. My name is Yoshikage Kira, and I'm 33 years old. Wow, the JoJo copy pasta um, <laughs> is uh, surprisingly quality. Wow, surprisingly high quality. You know Paris, France. <laughs> uh, we're giving Araki a uh, dignity point for that. Yeah, the first dignity um, we are awarding to anybody. <laughs> the only one. Let's make that a rule. We only award dignity to Araki. That's it. <laughs> only one dignity to Araki. Um, so I think Perry and others, what it comes down to is Hamon is designed to kill the undead. None of these people are undead and therefore it's fighting powers dramatically weakened. Also, they have invisible ghosts with, with a uh, good range and enhanced strength. Right. And, and odd abilities. Um, and I think there are some plausible matchups you could do where, one of the uh, part one, part two boys win. Um, it just thinks stands are too unique, too diversified. Um, I just don't think they're going to pull it off. Even though I love Hamon, I do. I really do. But I don't think it's going to work. No, I don't think it'll work either. Sadly, sadly. Okay, crack fit corner. I cool. thought of this today. All right, give us your crack fix. This is is fresh off the block. Give us your crack fix. The reason why Joseph lives so long is because he is living off of the potential life that Caesar not got to live. This means Joseph's going to live to be like... Like a hundred and fifty something. I don't think so. I think his life technically ended when Dio killed him, and then he got round two because he still had Caesar's unused life potential in him. Mm-hmm. 
I was gonna say, what if he just had a uh, Dio and Caesars like combined? Oh, maybe. So maybe he will be like two hundred. <laughs> I was just thinking about the fact, like you know, Caesar gave up all of his ham on, and we assume it's to give him a power up boost, just like in Jonathan's. But what if it had you know long term lingering effects that nobody really thought about, and that's why. Joseph just keeps on ticking. <laughs> we didn't uh, see that with Jonathan. Well, explosions kind of have a negative impact on living. I mean, sure, but I don't have a but. <laughs> so that's today's Crackfic Corner. Okay. Thank you, uh, Crackfic Man. All right. So does this mean we're on to Meme of the Week? We are. Meme of the Week. Oh, my gosh. You go first. Okay, so there are, of course, a number of YouTube or uh, they're mostly on YouTube video edits of Jotaro playing blank, right? Mm-hmm. So Jotaro plays Smash, Jotaro plays Pokemon, um, Jotaro plays Undertale, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they chop in this stuff with Darby and it's usually pretty funny and, and I usually enjoy them. And so I saw one the other day. So Jotaro plays Yu-Gi-Oh. Now, the pleasant surprise for me is that it's not against the younger Darby. It's against the older Darby. (laughs) Because they have all the cards going on, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's this convoluted, like, scene of, you know, him breaking his finger and counting the cards and getting the boy to shuffle. But every time the cards are shown, it's all these Yu-Gi-Oh cards. (laughs) Um, it's just it's like one of the best edits I've seen in a while. They also have some like random, you know, like that style of meme where it's just like here's random crap going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, it's not overdone because usually I hate that. Um, in fact, some of it's nice, pretty subtle. Like one of my favorite ones is when it, it cuts to the scene of the boy. Uh, there's a in the corner, uh, Diavolo is sitting there going, like, how am I going to die next? <laughs> like, <laughs> implying that he's currently living through one of his death sequences. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a three-part video. It's by YouTube user Wancho L. Criticon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Jotaro Plays Yu-Gi-Oh! It's three parts. Uh, check it out. It's It's quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so my meme is one that I had seen and had to take a double take on. Um, it is by Jojo Mental Memes uh, on Instagram. That's all one word. And it shows a um, a piece of art, one of Araki's later works, of Dio uh, with the world behind him. And it's one of the ones where Dio is, like, mostly naked and he only has, like, a, something covering his crotch and, like, maybe his legs. Um, and over his crotch is the stone mask from part one uh-huh. you know it makes a perfect cod piece and so <laughs> the bottom shows cars looking at a piece of paper <laughs> it zooms into the crotch piece and it's cars like staring extra hard at the mask like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> uh, subtle i like that very subtle and it's like oh he put that on his face <laughs> I don't know. I just okay. So, um, hey, Perry, 
once again, thank you for calling in and leaving us that message. If you want to do that to get your voice on our beloved podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash no dignity and you can leave a message there. Or I think you can also just download the app on your phone. Um, you can also listen to the episode on the phone, but you can also then just hit record and then talk into it like you're actually calling us on the phone. And then you can hear yourself and it'll be awesome because, you know, give us more questions. Whoa. This has been fun. It has. Um, thank you. It was actually a very, um, it was a very pleasant experience for me. It felt really nice uh, hearing that I got like a fan request. Um, and, you know, you said my name and I, I he, he can attest for me. I geeked out. Uh, yeah. Try to try to be more cool about this, man. Try to be cooler. We run a JoJo podcast. It's the opposite of what we do. We're cool. I think it's time that we I say <laughs> I say unconvincingly to everybody. <laughs> we're cool right right yeah tell them the social media all right well um if you're looking for more of us you can find us on instagram at no underscore dignity underscore podcast uh you can also find us on twitter at no dignity pod um yeah you can also find us on twitter at no dignity pod uh i've been alejandro uh i run a dead youtube channel called a squid tv um, you can also find me on Instagram at a squid v and on uh, Twitter as Varg us or just you know a squid TV. Uh, if you want to hear more of me, I have got another podcast called Silhouette Zero. It's a Star Wars actual play RPG podcast about short aliens. You can find more information about that on the show's Twitter Sil Zero Chris. That's S I L Z E R O. Also, if you like how I talk about JoJo, I did a um, two two episodes on the podcast called Tales from the Hiding Way. I was part of a panel that talked about the latest Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker. So if you want to hear me talk about Star Wars for two hours, um, go check that out. You can find that uh, on Twitter at The Hiding Way or um, TheHidingWay.com. <laughs> Hot takes, hot takes. Yeah, uh, spoiler, I don't have very many nice things to say. God, did you hear? Um, did you hear that they left writing um, the last, uh, they, they left writing The Rise of Skywalker to Okiyasu? What? No dignity. See you next time. Oh, wait, TV continued. <laughs> One job. One job. I can't do it. And.